What's going on, people of the world? Welcome to What the Funcast, episode 113 on Doge Day, April 20th, 2021. What's up, Ahmed? How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, Doge Day is a little disappointing, but it is what it is. <laughs> right. So we would be remiss not to start this episode with acknowledging the fact that justice was served today. So it is a good day. Yes. It might be Doge Day. Doge might not be you know, going up the way we were jokingly hoping it would, but justice is served in the case of the death of George Floyd. So uh, one the murder now, small officially. step here. Uh, yes, sorry, yes, the murder of George Floyd. And you know it's funny, not funny, but in my head earlier, I was like, we need to call it out as a murder because that's exactly what it was, and now it's proven by law that that's what it was. And here I am saying the death of George Floyd. (laughs) So you can see, not everything works out the way you think when you're practicing for these things, people. Uh, There's your, I don't know, acting 101. I don't know shit about shit. Don't listen to me. Um, Podcasting 101? Something like that. Speaking 101. So, (laughs) yes, I I think that... um, I saw a lot of a lot of tweets describing the situation that we're in and, and how people would describe it, uh, but I thought this one was pretty good um, by Bruce Wright, who works actually for Walt Disney Animation Studios, and I follow him. But today was a drink of cool water in the desert. But remember, we're still in the desert, so correct. Um, definitely a uh, yes, a good day because there were uh, even though we have you know, video evidence of of someone being um, murdered that we still don't have enough faith in the justice system that there is a you know, potential off chance that uh, someone like that would be found not guilty. So yes. anyway, definitely want to acknowledge the fact that, you know, it is a great day. Um, it is a great day and a, and a day that presents hope in a world where there seems to be no hope lately. Um, but it is a time of healing in a lot of regards. So uh, I think it's a, it's a great day um, in that regard. Yes. So indeed it is. I agree. I was yeah. gonna say anything to add there? No, you said everything. Everything that was in my brain. <laughs> right. Good. Okay. Cool. Brain to good, brain. Good. 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 Con communication. Brain. To, yeah. Right there. <laughs> there you go. So, um, what have you been up to, Ahmed? Based on the document, <laughs> I don't know how to interpret that. <laughs> so, <laughs> what Paul's referring to is so we have a, a template when when we're formulating our episodes. We have a template at the end of the Google Doc, or I, I recently made a template at the end of our Google Doc. Um, to just like copy and paste it for every new episode. So it has like all the categories and things. And we have like at the top, it's, uh, you know, what Paul did, what I did, so we can remember. Um, and I didn't fill out my bit. So in the template, it's literally, <laughs> so in the template, it's Paul first and then me. And for Paul says booty and for me, it says ass. So for all I've done this past week, apparently, according to this document is ass, um, which isn't <laughs> completely untrue. I really have done not much of anything. Um, I've been pretty bad. I did try out Rain on Your Parade, which is a game on Game Pass. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. Um, I did try, not, try out uh, Rain on Your Parade, and it was... Mm, it's okay. It. I was really expecting it to be a little bit more charming um, in the way that, like, Untitled... It looked really stupid. Yeah, I was expecting... Like, no offense, but it looked really stupid. It, it wasn't that fine. You're not offending anybody. Um, yeah, I, I was expecting it to be, like, Donut County, Untitled Goose Game. Like, that was kind of a very charming kind of games and it just wasn't it lacked the charm it had the charm of like a 2012 buzzfeed article where it's like haha dogo doggos humans whatever and it's like okay oh no like it's not that funny that's unfortunate and the, I, don't, I don't know the gameplay was like okay it wasn't any different really than like something like donut county where you just have to like do the objectives and you know swallow everything up in this case it's get everything wet with rain um but 
I don't know. It's whatever. It's free in Game Pass if you have time to spare. I wouldn't like wholeheartedly recommend it, but it's fun, I guess, a little bit in doses. Um, besides that, I actually have been playing some Rollercoaster Tycoon. I might stream that later. Um, so I've caught up to where I was before I moved my PC. So I'm officially on like not new levels, but like new to me in my current form with the cells in my body. Because the last time I played these <laughs> levels was over seven years ago. And, like, don't all your cells in your body regenerate every seven years? Something like that. So, they're new to me. <laughs> so Nice. Um, maybe I'll stream that eventually. Uh, and then, yeah, just a bit of Overwatch. Just playing through the archives event, getting all skins and whatnot. Skin for this week is Mercy with the Karen haircut. And it looks so ugly. I don't even want it. But I have to get it because I have every other skin. But, yeah. <laughs> I got the Zenyatta one last yeah. week. That's what mattered. That was the best one. Uh, yeah, well, it's funny, because I looked at that one yesterday, I'm like, oh, how many things do I need to play? How many points do I need? It's honestly not that bad, because, so, every week, it, like, focuses on each of the, like, different events, like, Retribution, and then, whatever, Storm Rising, and the other one, uh, Uprising. But, like, for this week, if you play specifically Storm Rising, you get double the points, and you only, you need 30 stars total, and, like, if you just play the game on easy three times, you're guaranteed to get all three, or all 30 stars, because... If you hmm. get the five stars on easy, which is super easy to do. Actually, no, you can't get five stars on easy because you, it limits you to only three stars. It's too late, Ahmed. I missed the first two. I'm not going to even bother getting the third at this point. Whatever. Never mind. <coughs> but, like, you get double I booted stars. up. I play Mystery Heroes, and it's fun. It's good enough for me. That's okay. As long as you're having <coughs> fun. That's what matters. Uh, right. That's what I'm saying. Right? I did play Pac-Man 99 a bit as well. Now that I'm looking at your thing, I'm remembering. Um, I did put Pac-Man 99 as well, which is super fun. I still haven't finished first, but I've got I've cracked top 10 quite a few times. Um, it always just, like, it gets so chaotic, and I can never see the red ones because they're, like, buried under a bunch of white ones. And then I'm like, oh, how did I die? I see now. Um, but it's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it wholeheartedly. It is a ton of fun. I really, really it's... am enjoying that game. Um, I, I don't think I watched anything besides, like, Bob's Burgers. There's been just new Bob's Burgers episodes on Hulu. Um... Oh, and obviously Falcon and Winter Soldier, which that's a usual every week now, obviously. But then last episode is this week, which is very sad. Um, and then It Takes Two, which maybe we'll play a little bit more of tonight. But It Takes Two has been super fun, but you also played that, so you can also speak to it. But I am thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying that game. Um, it's yes. like Game of the Year material. Like, it is incredible. It's so well done. Rita, I promise yes. I will watch Clone Wars uh, for people at home that are listening to this podcast in their cars we're streaming live on twitch so if i call out random people in the chat ignore us yeah or or don't ignore us or um, listen to us on on twitch live who knows who's to say be part of the conversation twitch.tv slash what the funcast <laughs> every tuesday at 8 p.m eastern standard time except for ramadan when ahmed is eating at different times of the day <laughs> and i say eight o'clock but it really means eight fifteen. listen it's fine wait where did you still like was it be a, be a car of the conversation? Where's that from? Is that Twitter slogan? Um, it sounds really familiar. No, well, no, because I listen to kind of funny all the time. Like, be part of the show. Um, I don't know where be part of the conversation came up from. It's just like my brain. I don't know. Like, it's definitely from somewhere. Yeah. It's definitely from somewhere. I just don't know where. My brain meets fizzling trying to figure it out. Anyway, I'll tell you what though. The hottest news is we've got a guest star. Do we? Lauren is bringing me dinner. <laughs> hello, Lauren. Hello, Say Lauren. Hello. You got to duck down. There a little bit. she there is. You go. She's blurry in the background, but it's okay. <laughs> oh, you're blurry. That's, 
Well, we, we know you're here in spirit. There you go. Uh, 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 real close. Hey, oh. there she is. <laughs> Can you see me? Can they see ah! me? Uh, <laughs> Rita says hello. Hi, Rita. She Perfect. says hello, Rita. We love Thank a, you, Lauren. We love a guest oh. appearance. Yes. Every once in a while, Ray never wants to be a guest star because she comes over, says her piece, meows to the next dimension, and then runs and away. She's like, mm, I've had my fill. He's heard what I had to right. say. She, yeah, she truly is like that. Oh, my God. All right. Well, what have you been doing um, this past week? I So I streamed on Friday. Uh, what did I do? I, I think I opened, uh, yeah, I opened up some Pokemon cards. Didn't really get anything great, um, but it was fun nonetheless. Uh, what else did I do? I played some Pac-Man 99. I played Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, which um, is a lot of fun. I think it was a weird stream game because, I, I, not that I forgot, but... It's just so button mashy, hack and slash uh, that I enjoy, like laying in bed playing the game. But on stream, I'm like, I can see people definitely finding this boring. Uh, but it's uh, it's definitely a fun game playing as uh, all these different characters that you couldn't even play in the original Hyrule Warriors. So uh, definitely a fun game, but I'm not sure it's one that streams well uh, unless you're like into Zelda and you're like watching for like different characters and stuff. But yeah, it just—it's not like a. There's a story to follow, but I'm not sure the story matters as much. But anyway, I'm not far enough into it. But it was fun. I played one level, like you mentioned, Ahmed. Uh, each level is like 30 minutes long, so it's it's kind of a long. Like you sit down to play one mission. It's like, oh, one more mission. No, one more mission is 30 minutes long. Yeah, so, it's a little bit, uh, if not longer. I thought that they would be like very quick, like you know, five, ten minute things. But I was like, oh wow, we've really been at this. You've really been killing the same monsters for the past 30 minutes, right? Just not. I really have been. Um, so what else did I do? Uh, I've, I'm almost done actually. And maybe on my next uh, stream that I open Pokemon cards, I'm almost done, uh, sleeving up and putting my old collection into binders, new binders. So I've been going through and slowly one by one, set by set, page by page, moving them over to, uh, these new zipper binders that I showed on stream before, but they're just these little like zipper binders instead of the big old three ring binders. Um, that are like denting some of the cards. How many so, of them do you have? Been, the zipper binders. Uh, the zipper binders. I'm up to five. Holy shit! <laughs> but That's so many. yeah, so yeah. But then what I did is I took all the doubles that I had because like when I was younger, I used to just like double, triple, quadruple. How many ever the same card I had, like mm. commons. I'd stack them all behind each other. So I'd pull out this like thick stack from the. Uh, from the sleeve. So what I did is I took like the best condition one, put that one in the binder, and then took the others, uh, stacked them all up, and just put them in one of these like they call them a team bag. So I have these little baggies of these like stacks of cards for each of the sets. So, um, but yeah. So gotcha, gotcha. Yes, Rita understands. I truly have like fifteen bell sprouts in one slot. <laughs> uh, so yes, literally there was a couple of them that I pulled out like the thickest stack. Um, Justin, you're also right. I do have a package of ball guys too now. Like just one zipper um, binder of ball guys or No, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't waste the zipper binders like 25, 24, 20 bucks, whatever. No expense. So, yeah, no. no expense spared for our savior the ball guy. I know, I know. So ball guy will get his moment uh in one of the binders. I just need to figure out all the others and where they're going. You still so, got to do that tech talk um, with the ball guys. I know, I have it. I have the pieces. I took all the ball, all the ball guys are out of the binder. They're ready. I just need to film it. So okay. I'm excited. I'll film it one of these days. Um <laughs> As Ryan mentioned a little bit earlier in the conversation, yes, I helped Ryan get a PS5. That was my accomplishment for this week. Oh, yeah. Um, What else did I do? Played some Overwatch as well. Congratulations, Ryan, new PS5 owner. Uh, Welcome to the party. Um, I played some Overwatch. 
I so I tried this game and I need to remember what it was called. I literally tried it the other day. It's like Narina Boy or something like that. It's on Game Pass. Um, and it's a it's an indie game. I didn't. It was just looked interesting. It was like action adventure, like sixteen bit. I'm like, oh, this looks cool. Um, and I played it, and the game was not good. So I stopped <laughs> playing after like fifteen minutes. So um, I'll tell you what, though, I heard somebody describe or may have read it uh, that somebody described Game Pass as like having demos on Xbox for these games, which is so true. Because instead of me now paying like twenty bucks for this game, like if I really like it for some reason, I really want to play it on Switch or whatever, which I don't think I really hit a game like that that I played on Game Pass that I ended up buying on Switch to have the portability of. But it's like so nice to be able to try these games on Game Pass. Yeah, um, I was so like MLB. Sorry, I was gonna say I was just very close to buying Donut County on mobile, and then they introduced the touch controls on uh, Game Pass like on mobile server, so I didn't need to buy it. But um, and then I also beat it on stream anyway. But like I see what you're saying, like. There's a lot of games on there that you could try that are maybe available on other platforms that it would work better for. And you're like, oh, this was dope. Let me actually pay money for this now to play it on where I want Yeah. So, like, Cyber Shadow, for instance, is a, is uh, the newest Yacht Club Games game. And it's a 16-bit game. Uh, 8 or 16-bit? I think it's 16-bit. But anyways, it's, like, right up my alley. And, like, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. But at the same time, I'm, like, torn because I only have, like, a couple hours into it. But... Part of me wants to get it on Switch so I can have the portability of it. I can play it in bed. I can, you know, do whatever, play it wherever I'm going, um, and and have that portability aspect. But then I got to pay twenty bucks for it. So the other part of me is like, let me just hold out until the inevitable physical copy comes out that I'm going to want to get. And you know, so it's a toss up. But it's nice to have those options as yeah. opposed to like, do you drop twenty bucks now and then just to try the game, see if you like it or whatever. Um, yeah. So it's really nice. And like MLB the Show Twenty One is now out on Game Pass. And, like, way back in the day, I used to be obsessed with, like, um, not Blitz. I have to remember the name of the game. But there's a baseball game that you could – it was, like, the same concept as Blitz. I have to look it up. If anybody knows, let me know in the chat. Um, where, there, like, the rules were very loose. It wasn't, like, oh, like, professional baseball and, like, every oh, – like, you know, you got to follow the rules 100%. It was arcade It was almost, like, NBA jammy kind of. What system was it on? Um, um, Xbox? Like Xbox One, Let's see. the original Xbox, Xbox, yeah, the Xbox, the OG arcade baseball, RBI baseball. No, that's no. a new game. <laughs> uh, Xbox two thousand three. Let's say somewhere wrong. Inside uh, I'm pitch. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's Slugfest. Ah, okay, yes, that's I see. Slugfest. Go ahead, Rita. Do your thing. Um, there you go, Rita. Okay. Yes, I read it. Yeah, okay, I see you. I see you, Rita. Okay. <laughs> I just never yeah, got so it. Is, to... It is 100% MLB Slugfest. Yeah. Uh, which one I had? I have no idea. Slugfest Loaded, Slugfest 2003. Those are the only ones that are coming up. <laughs> they were so much fun, though. Like, I actually, I'll tell you what, that was like a, a fossilized uh, memory there. You know, I'll say, like, I never got into sports games, but I did own FIFA 2002 and Madden 2002. And. I didn't know, like, I had no strategy. I didn't really know what I was doing, but I had fun. <laughs> like, in Madden, I exclusively did long passes. I never ran the ball ever, not once. And, like, when I went to, when we went to college and we were, like, watching actual football, I'm like, why are they why are they running the ball? When they could just throw it. <laughs> why, why, why aren't they playing like, like me? <laughs> right? um, yeah, so it's, it's funny you say that because then I have um, NCAA. Like, when we were in college, I was like, oh, like, 
I love college sports. Let me get the NCAA game. So I got like the NCAA 13 or whatever. And I used to play with that all the time where it was like, why am I going to run the ball? Just pass it every time. And like, Literally. it's pretty much like the luck of the draw. Can I make this pass mm-hmm. in four turns? And like, even if it was so. fourth down, I'm still passing it. Like there's no reason to ever kick it. I, cause I don't know. I wasn't playing on hard. I was just, you know, playing like a dumbass. And I was, I only picked the Ravens just because I liked the color scheme at the time. Like just randomly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh my god. That's fine, man. We still love you. Right? It's fine. So, Justin's talking about Super Mario Sluggers in the chat. I never got, like, really deep into Super Mario Sluggers, but what I did get into was Super Mario Strikers and Super Mario Strikers Charged. I played the hell out of those two Those are the soccer ones, right? The the, the soccer ones, yeah. So, I got the first one, which I am, like, it was, like, I don't know when it came out on GameCube, but it was definitely like a rarer game on GameCube. I do remember uh, it being Super like Mario Strikers. relatively harder to find and like being always worth a lot in general. Yeah, it's worth, uh, let's see. Let's see. Survey says a complete copy is selling for $85 on eBay. You know, which I feel like is not even that high. Yeah, I was going to say that's less eBay. than I expected <laughs> for eBay prices. I thought it was going to be like right. $150. Yeah, it's, you know what? You know what's crazy? I always wanted to play Chibi Robo. Um, wow, that just activated a memory I forgot I had. <laughs> right, see, I I always wanted to play Chibi Robo, and Logan had mentioned like he actually sat down and played it, and he got like the HDMI adapter for his GameCube and everything, mm. and he actually sat down and played it, and really enjoyed it. And I'm like, this game looks like right up my alley. I looked online, holy shit, the game. I like, I don't know, maybe it's gone down in price with the way things are going. It's probably only gone up in price. Um, no, it's gone down a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's gone down a little bit, actually. So, Chibi Robo was, like, upwards of, like, $250 Hello? or so. <laughs> That's so many dollars. Yeah. So, a couple of them just sold for, uh, 150 Oh, no, they're still all over the place. Never mind. There's one here for 300 219 Anyways, the bubble is, uh, maybe it won't pop. It's probably not going to pop, realistically, but... Everything is like at an all-time high, which is just crazy to me. That is nuts. Um, but it, like 3DSs, and this is how you know we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel for content this week. Uh, <laughs> I was looking up 3DSs, like new 3DS XLs. Mm. Those are like inching up to 300 bucks a pop now. And I mean, like I don't even understand why. And I know they cut production or stopped production of them, but they I don't know what's going on. Like GameStop doesn't have any systems in stock. Um, and the the ones on eBay are like all over the place, between two fifty to three hundred bucks. I'm like, holy shit! That's crazy. Everything is just so damn expensive. I mean, I don't know. I never really got into the 3ds era. I feel like, like I obviously oh. I have my 3ds and I have a bunch of 3ds games, but I never like got into it. Like I when I booted up, well, no. Which I remember going through my old Animal Crossing games to see, and I there was one that I didn't do anything in, and there was one that I did a shit ton in. And I'm, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was Wild World, the DS one was the one I did a shit ton in. And then New Leaf is the one I, like, maybe booted up twice, and, like, I still owe everything, my life, to Tom Nook. So, I don't know. But I remember on my original DS, the old OG Fat DS, I, like... Oh, my God. I restarted Nintendox so many times to get get all these new dogs. I, like... My dogs are still... I don't know. Actually, no. I booted up Nintendogs, and I don't even have dogs anymore. I don't know what happened to them. I think they got... like What happened to I them? I got cleared out. It was, like, it booted up, and it was as if, like, I didn't have a dog anymore. It's, like... Select which pet, and I was like, "Hello, who cleared my save?" Um, I think Damn. I like let my niece or nephew borrow it at one point, and then they cleared it. Who knows? Or know. animal, or animal control came after you. Animal control, please. Um, but yeah, no, I, I never really got into 3ds era. 
as much. I think I got into it late in the game, and it was, like, during college, and, like, that was when I was on my, like, weird hiatus of playing games, because I was traumatized from my days of MapleStory in high school. <laughs> I thought of you the other day. I saw a MapleStory, like, uh, I saw a MapleStory something. Ryan said ASPCA took them? Um... I saw Maple Story something. I don't know what it was like a mobile. They game have it. Yeah, like, oh, there's like Maple Story Mobile. There's like Maple Story Two now. And, like the original one still exists, but like I don't know. It's all like weird. I don't even remember. I don't have access to my original email address that I used to sign up for that account, so I can't even like reset my password to get into my account anymore. Which sucks. Oh no! But it exists. But it's like if you look up on the world rankings, I'm still there with my fake ass weeaboo, fake Japanese name, <laughs> thinking I was so cool. Tell us what it was. It was a, uh, it was Hirotsugi, H I R O T S U G I. It was just like a random name I saw in the credits of an anime, and I was like, "That's a cool name. I'm gonna steal that one." <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, so I have nothing good to say to you, Ahmed. I'm sorry. I don't have anything good to say to me either. That's valid. No, no I'm kidding. It's <laughs> I, fine. We all went through that phase. But yeah, like what what happened was, <laughs> I was like obsessed with Maple Story through high school. To the point where, like, it was bad. I was, like, genuinely addicted. Uh, but it wasn't so much that, like, I was into the game itself, which, like, I would play the game, obviously. Uh, like, I was fairly high-leveled. But I, it was more so, like, a chat room where, like, a bunch of, like, we just made a bunch of friends. And, like, there's still people that I keep in touch with to this day. Specifically, one person in our Discord server, Kathy. <laughs> but, like, there's a lot of people that from those times that I met that I'm, like, still friends with. Uh, but it was basically like, a chat room and there was, like, a game in the background is what it was to me. But, like, I would come from home, uh, come home from high school, log on, and stay online until, like, midnight. And just, I don't know, I don't even know how I passed. But then once I got to college, I was like, it's time to quit. It's time to move on with my life. Um, and I think from that point, I was like, I have to stop playing video games altogether and, like, grow up. And then I learned that that was silly and that was never going to happen. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's why, that's why I'm, like, missing. There's, like, a gap in my in my experience like i never i got a ps3 yeah. very late in the game i never had a ps2 uh i never like the whole 360 ps3 era is very like muddy to me uh but yeah yeah i i, I get that though because i think i think like a lot of people have i mean I, I don't know i'll speak on my on behalf of myself but i feel like a lot of people have gone through those phases where like in middle school excuse me in middle school i went through like in i i, I don't know i played the hell out of Diablo 2 online. And that's how I met Logan. Mm. And it's just, you know, I would play it all the time. I play it till like three in the morning and like wake up at, this is back. I know this seems like not even possible in my book. Right. But <laughs> I would stay up till three in the morning and I'd sleep until like 12, one o'clock every day, like on the weekends. Oh and obviously I'd go to school and stuff. So I'd that's try to be, now. you know, um, <laughs> yeah, literally it is you now. Um, I try to be responsible like on school nights or whatever, but like, there'd be a lot of nights where I stayed up hella late and dragged through the day. Um, and excuse me. <clears throat> and yeah, so I mean, I totally get that. That's why there's a, the gap for me is GameCube where like I missed out on a lot of like my GameCube collection is so small because I caught it at the end of the life cycle um of the system got the system for like 30 bucks or whatever when they were like fire sailing them pretty much mm. got you know melee super mario strikers um super mario sunshine yeah and and like i didn't get any of these other games and i remember going into gamestop and seeing like wave race blue storm for like five bucks uh. like all these games that are now worth like a lot of money and i'm like no i don't want them like those those games are gonna be like worth nothing in the long term yeah joke was on me 
uh, now you can get a, a loose copy for you know fifty bucks. I... Maybe not Wave Race, but mm. one of those games. Okay. We have some. We have things to talk about after the stream is over. I can't say these on stream, anyways. Um, but no, I'm. Yeah, the GameCube era was great. Like, those, so many of those games are classics. Once you said Wave Race, I was like, holy shit! I have to play that game right now. Like, I just remember the water. Wave Race on Nintendo sixty four is so good. No, no, no. Specifically on on Blue Storm because like the water just looked so good. Like it doesn't look good. I know it doesn't look good to taste standards, but it looked so good. I was like, wow, video games are so. Crazy. For the record. <laughs> For the record, I've never played Wave Race Blue Storm. Oh, you're missing out. It's so much fun. Yeah. Like, I, for no reason. I figured. It's very, it's like, it's like a silly arcade game, but you never have to play quarters. It's just so good. It's so good. Yeah, I, I believe it. F-Zero GX, also an excellent one. I remember... Never oh never played F-Zero GX oh, either. Missing out. Eternal Darkness. Freaking classic. Eternal Darkness is worth a shitload of money now. I am, It is like... Don't talk to me about that game because I... So I never owned it. You lost all your progress, right? Well, no, I never owned it. We would constantly, like, just keep renting it. My parents were like, we're not going to spend $50 on a game. But they were perfectly okay with going to Hollywood Video before, like, not even Blockbuster, Hollywood Video, and renting the game for, like, 10 bucks every week. I was like, we probably spent more on the game than if we were just bought it outright. But anyways, I never beat it. Um, but... I love that game, and I wish that was like an original Nintendo IP. I wish that they'd bring that back. That would like if they announced some kind of revival of that game, I would absolutely lose my marbles, like genuinely. But anyway, you're talking about Eternal Darkness specifically. Yes. Yeah. Like so, Eternal Darkness that's... is like eighty-five to one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, that's not that much. I thought you were gonna say like it's in the two hundreds. No. No, that's uh. No, some of like the old Atlas games for a GameCube are worth like around that much. Uh, actually, they're worth even more than that. Which ones are the Atlas Papermark games? Thousand Year Door. Um, Logan give me the whole rundown. Cubivore. Um, there's another one. Um, I wish Logan was in chat. He'd be able to rattle them all off. <laughs> anyway, I'll ask him. I'll, I'll let you know. Cubivore is one of them. So I used to own that, and mm. it's worth like 400 bucks now. Um, of that course, is- I sold it for like eighty bucks because you know Nuts. that's all I do is giveaway things. <laughs> Cubivore five hundred and sixty dollars. That's disgusting. Nintendo really Holy doesn't shit. want our money. When, when, when will we get GameCube Virtual Console? Please, I just want to relive the glory days and live in the Literally. past. <laughs> never advance. Never play any of the new games on my on my backlog. Ghost of Tsushima. I barely know her. Um, oh god, <laughs> I haven't even booted up that game. Anyways, all right, we should probably jump into yeah, the we've news. Been limited for, news that we have for quite some time. <laughs> yeah, but we have like I right, continue like, eating my cauliflower pizza. Perfect. There's like three headlines. Um, so jumping into hot news, hot news. Wow, hot news entertainment. Um, the Last of Us series at HBO has cast its Tommy um, Gabriel Luna will be playing Tommy, and maybe this isn't even a popular belief. I saw this picture of this man with the last name Luna, and he has a very striking resemblance to Diego Luna. And I was like, oh my god, is this Diego Luna's brother? It's not. They're not even a little bit related. So you're welcome that I looked into that for you. Saved you the embarrassment. But anyways, he will be playing Tommy, which means we will have a fully Latino family. Uh, the Miller brothers will be a fully Latino. So The Last of Us. Uh, this one comes from Variety. The Last of Us series adaptation at HBO has added Gabriel Luna to its cast. Variety has learned. Luna joins previously announced series leads Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey, who will star as Joel and Ellie, respectively. Luna will star as Tommy, Joel's younger brother, a former soldier who hasn't lost a sense of idealism and hope for a better world. Um, so he, uh, or, sorry, Luna most recently starred in the 2019 film Terminator Dark Fate. He is also known for his role in the Marvel ABC series Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., on which he played Robbie Reyes slash Ghost Rider. 
Um, other TV credits include Wicked City, Rosewood, True Detective, and Matador. So, super exciting stuff. I'm really excited for the series. I really, it's, it seems like it's shaping up to be something like really well done, which I'm excited for. When does it officially come out? Uh, I don't know if there is an official release date yet. Um, I mean, seeing as they're still casting people, it's probably not even in production yet, so. Yeah. I mean, well, it's in, like, pre-production, technically. Um, right, yeah, right. I think it's still just TBA, because I haven't started filming yet, obviously. Right. But I'm just, I'm mainly excited that, like, Naughty Dog's actually involved. Like, uh, what's-his-face? Oh, my God. The director of La- Last of Us. What's his name? Oh, Neil Druckmann? Neil Druckmann. That he's actually, like, involved in, in the creation. It's not, like, yes. something like the Uncharted movie, where they're just... Naughty Dog's more so in a consulting role, it seems. Like, Nolan North is on set with the Uncharted movie, which is good. He's, like, giving pointers to Tom Holland, I guess. But um, but it seems like it's... I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully that movie's good. I sure hope it is. <clears throat> it seems like it's in, like, it's development hell, or production hell. Yeah. Oh, has it been? Oh, I guess, yeah. No, it's been in hell for a while. <laughs> it's been in hell for a while. But, yes, hopefully <coughs> soon enough. Um, and that about wraps it up for Hot News Entertainment. This is going to be very short in terms of news. That's why we rambled for so long in the beginning. Oh, thanks, Jeff. Happy 420 to you, too. And hello, Alyssa. Um, hello, hello. So jumping right into the most heartbreaking news of the day. Um, hot news from gaming. Jeff Kaplan has decided to leave Blizzard, which is very disappointing. Um, Paul shared this news earlier today uh, yeah. by way of Warrior 64 on Twitter, but obviously, like, Blizzard tweeted it out, uh, and the Overwatch official account also tweeted it out. Uh, so Blizzard kind of left a statement on their website which says, We want to let you know that Jeff Kaplan has decided to leave the company after a long and storied career here, and that Aaron Keller, a Blizzard veteran and founding member of the Overwatch team, will be stepping in as game director. Uh, Aaron has been a critical part of the Overwatch team and a key driver in creating the vision for the game. He helped create Overwatch as an original member of the team and as an 18-year veteran of Blizzard. He has worked side-by-side with Jeff for a long, long time, uh, not only in building Overwatch, but also previously uh, helping to build World of Warcraft as well. Um, And then, so Jeff himself also left a little note. He says, I'm leaving Blizzard Entertainment after 19 amazing years. It was truly the honor of a lifetime to have the opportunity to create worlds and heroes for such a passionate audience. I want to express my deep appreciation to everyone at Blizzard who supported our games, our game teams, and our players. Uh, But I want to say a special thanks to the wonderful game developers that shared in the journey of creation with me. Never accept the world as it appears to be. Always dare to see it for what it could be. I hope you do the same. GG, Jeff Kaplan. Uh, so he was obviously the game director for Overwatch, uh, which is, so, you know, pretty major loss. Overwatch was kind of his baby, and you have to wonder why he would leave at this time, especially with Overwatch 2 on the horizon. Um, I don't know. It's, I don't know what to think it's here. Very, it's very strange. So I'm looking at his Twitter account, right? And he posted... He posted something in in binary and uh, pinned it to his account six hours ago. In binary? And like in ones and zeros? Yeah. And somebody converted it, and it converts to defend the keep. What is that? I feel like that's a reference to World of Warcraft. Yeah, I think it is, too. I don't um, know. Shit I don't know. People are, like, commenting, we will be your shield, hashtag defend the keep. Um... 
I guess it's it's probably I think it's a I think it's a World of Warcraft reference. Yeah, because he he so. had a big hand in WoW as well before Overwatch. Um, but no, it's yeah, a, it's probably- a huge loss. I mean, everyone loved him at Overwatch, like in the fan base in general. I mean, everyone loved him. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it, it, I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see where he ends up, right? Because that's that's going to be the next thing. Is I don't think he's just taking a hiatus. I mean, maybe he is, and if he is, then good for him. Um, I, I'd be curious to see where he lands because, uh, well, I guess a few people moved around from like Xbox and ended up at Blizzard, so um, I'd be surprised to see what happens. I, I don't know. I like like part of me feels like he might be going to like a Microsoft or like a Sony, um, but then again, that's like maybe a pipe dream kind of thing where I'm hoping that he goes somewhere else where he's still gonna be relevant in the game industry. Yeah. So I don't know. I have no but idea. Yes, it is. It is heartbreaking nonetheless because he's been uh, he's been loved by many Overwatch fans, and yes, he does give awkward updates about the patches, <laughs> um, but that's just his brand. So his brand. he's definitely someone that has been you know ha- had their hands in a lot of different projects, including WoW and World of Warcraft. Uh, WoW and World of Warcraft. WoW and Overwatch. <laughs> yes. uh, so, uh, but yeah, I I do exactly what Justin said. I hope it was his decision. And not like some some you know some scandal or something that was in the yeah. background because it was very sudden. It wasn't like a hey I'm leaving um, or important announcement with like you know I don't know the Overwatch logo and then you know you have a backdrop and it's like uh, I've decided to leave Blizzard blah 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 whatever. Yeah. So well, it seems like it was. I mean, from like what was posted on the Overwatch website or by Blizzard or website whatever um, that it was like an amicable leave. But at the same time, I can't help but wonder if. Maybe it was like a he was just sick of like Activision corporate kind of thing, like stepping on his toes for when during development of Overwatch 2 or something like that. Or I don't know. I have no idea because, yeah, it just feels very strange that he would leave like when Overwatch is literally his baby that he would leave in the middle of a development right. of a sequel. Um, right. And he doesn't say anywhere in his little. You know, so the the note or whatever was three tweets that he tweeted back to back to back, right, and then threaded them together. Mm. He didn't say anything like, I mean, he says I want to express my deep appreciation to everyone at Blizzard who supported our games, like you read, right, our game teams, our players. Special thanks to the wonderful game developers shared in the journey of creation with me. He doesn't say like, I'm sorry, like <laughs> it's like the uh, person leaving big company starter kit, right, where it's <laughs> like I'm super excited for the next chapter of my life. I can't wait to tell you guys all about it. Um, blah, blah blah. Here it's like, thanks. I'm leaving. You know, go forth and and be better than the world or whatever. Like yeah, some inspirational. Quote, like he right? didn't give any like kind of reassurance that like I leave this in good hands or whatever. Like, I don't know. I obviously there's only so it much just you feels can say weird. It does feel weird. Though. It just feels weird. Yeah, it just feels too weird. I'm just so. I'm really afraid that he like something's happening with Overwatch two and he's not liking it and maybe he's not getting the creative direction he wants or maybe activision is trying to force like like microtransactions or some stupid shit and then it's going to turn into like marvel's avengers and he's like cool i don't want my name on this anymore i'm out like so if anything <sighs> will cross my mind is right like you, you keep saying marvel's avengers but it's like the it, the best example i'll of be like honest a, you a game it, like that. it doesn't so explain that to me, because you keep saying that, but I don't understand what you what you mean. Because like, so Marvel's you, Avengers is its own disaster, right? Yeah, so yeah. have you seen the Overwatch two footage that they showed at BlizzCon recently, like the gameplay and everything? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched the the clip. Yeah, so it seems to be very similar, like in terms of 
how the games are like it's obviously like overwatch 2 is all like these single player content or whatever but it's like a bunch of co-op and things like that and it's like these specific missions that you go on it's very similar uh game mechanic as in marvel's adventures obviously like minus the pvp part of regular overwatch so in terms of that i'm wondering if like activision is trying to push some nonsense like oh you have to do this or do that to you know monetize or something or I don't know. Maybe they're trying to like maneuver the game into a way that he doesn't appreciate and turn it into something that turns out to be a dumpster fire like Avengers was. I don't know. I'm going to go out on a limb. I was going to I was going to grill you more just to get and understand what you're saying. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say that it will be impossible for Overwatch 2 to become Marvel's Avengers with or without Jeff Kaplan. I sure hope so. And I t- I say that because we were talking about Marvel's Avengers earlier. Marvel's Avengers tried to set forth a single-player campaign and then a open-world-ish, Destiny-ish campaign, right? Where, you know, or uh, excuse me, multiplayer experience afterwards. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that killed it. The single-player was great. You finished the game, and it was just like grind and grind and grind, the same thing over and over again, with no meaningful reward, which to some extent Overwatch is like because skins are skins, right? I mean, there's no – and that, but that's happening right now in, in Overwatch 1, so, what came to mind for me is if Activation, Activation, <laughs> Activision wanted to make Overwatch free to play and monetize microtransactions within the free to play model. That's also possible. I was and thinking that I could see. I, I I didn't personally enjoy the single player in Marvel's Avengers as much. That's my fear. Tell me how much you played besides the demo. <laughs> I didn't play besides the demo, but like I didn't enjoy exactly it that much of what I played. If is the demo not supposed to highlight the best parts of the game and entice me to buy it? Because it didn't. Um, I don't know. It it sure as hell didn't seem like it did. Yeah. So not to defend Marvel's Avengers because the game is just not good, right? I mean, the single player campaign is fun. I got the game like for free through a contest or whatever. And I only played I don't know maybe four hours of it, and like I had fun with it, but it is very much like. You know, there's nothing crazy. Like, there's a cool story or whatever, but I don't know. It's nothing insane. But yeah, I, I don't I mean, know. I guess I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, we, you and I both know, obviously, that Overwatch's gameplay is, is good enough as it is, considering we're still playing it five years after it's come out with, like, there's little to no content updates that have happened in the past full year. So, yeah, like, there's some, yeah, no. something's working. So hopefully, hopefully Overwatch 2 is right. not bad. Um, and well, it's the rinse and repeat model, right? Where it is like you just jump in and play a couple rounds, same way people jump in and play a couple rounds of Call of Duty or whatever. So they've, yeah, they, we'll say they've quote unquote mastered the multiplayer as best they could, right? They're balancing it, they're leaving, you know, you know, have they mastered it in the sense of new content? No, because it, it sucks. I mean, there's, uh, you know, there's like little to no new content, it's just all skins, and you know, every so often we get a, an event for one of the holidays or whatever it might be. Um, so. I'm trying to see uh, when yeah. Echo was released. Echo was released in March of 2020. So right. it's been a f- literally a full year since the last time we we, we got someone. Um, and to answer right. Justin's question, uh, they want do they want games to be a, a, a streaming or games as a service model? Um, nothing's confirmed. We don't know for sure. Um, I'm, we The assumption is, so Overwatch 2 essentially gets you just the single player, like, uh, well, single-player slash co-op modes, uh, like the story modes, essentially, uh, as an addition. Whereas the original copy of Overwatch will still get all of the new updates. It'll get all the new maps. It'll get all the new characters, all the uh, balance changes, whatever. It'll get all of that stuff. Um, 
So the multiplayer aspect will still work and be cross-platform um, for owners of both, you know, Overwatch One or Two, whereas Overwatch Two only gets you the the story content. Uh, so I don't know if that leaves room for it to be as a service a service model, but who knows? I have no idea. Maybe Overwatch One yeah, is free to play, I, and like you were saying, yeah, I think games as a service implies like Destiny, Apex Legends. Um, um, yeah, Marvel's Avengers, kind of, kind of, where it's like always living. There's always new, uh, there's new characters being uh, unveiled and stuff like that. I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know. I, I guess I get like not offended, but like edgy when we talk about like Avengers mixed with, um, mixed with like Overwatch because I just don't even want that to happen. Yeah, but, I don't know. I guess we'll see. But yeah, Justin, I guess that is what I'm. I'm afraid that it's not going to be. That it's just going to be like a. Give us your money so you can, like, I don't know. Overwatch now, obviously, there's loot boxes and stuff like that, but it's literally just for cosmetic skins. It doesn't have any effect on the gameplay or whatsoever. Uh, and I guess I'm worried that, because with the with Overwatch 2, they're introducing, like, more of an RPG style of play where you can actually, like, level up individual characters and, like, get different weapons and different abilities and things like that. And uh, hopefully it doesn't turn into, like, just a, a grind or something. I hope it goes well. Uh, we'll see. Anyways, enough about that. Unless you have anything, any final parting words to say? Yes, no. Oh, sorry about that. My my microphone, I, even though I know there's noise suppression, I keep muting every time I take a bite of my food. So, sorry that I'm eating on stream, by the way. It's poor timing. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but, yeah, so I keep muting the microphone. And the sensitivity on the, micro, on the microphone button is, like, Super sensitive to the point that if I push it like too hard, it like unmutes and mutes real quick again. So anyway, that's what happened. Ah. I was caught in mute hell. Um, no, nothing, nothing else to add. I mean, I just you know, I have faith that the new game director will be good. Um, yeah. He's not going to be Jeff Kaplan. And I think what you had mentioned, where like you pulled a post from the. Blizzard forums where they were like, you know, maybe people be a little bit meaner to this new person and not so mean, you know, because they haven't been mean to Jeff Kaplan because they love him so much and like he has so many fans and everything. So I hope that people are more critical and they make the game better for the reasons that the people want. So, yeah, I think uh, a lot of people kind of settled into just getting used to all these events being the same copy paste from year after year. Um, and no one really <laughs> yelled at Jeff about it. So maybe we'll right. yell this Aaron guy, even though. Uh, I did read another post that he apparently developed uh, King's Row, the map, which is like everyone's favorite map. So maybe he's a nice guy. Maybe we There's hope. Him. There's hope. There's hope yet. By the way, yes, Justin, you're, you're right. I, I think that what we're getting at is that we're, you know, Ahmed's point about Avengers is that, yes, we were worried about it becoming a games as a service model. Yes. Because that's pretty much what Avengers is. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay, let's move right along here. PlayStation News. Uh, PS3 and Vita game stores are not closing anymore. So this one comes from the PlayStation blog. To sum it up pretty nicely, uh, Jim Ryan says, Today I'm happy to say that we will be keeping the PlayStation Store operational for PS3 and PS Vita devices. PSP Commerce functionality will retire on July 2nd, 2021 as planned. Uh, so this is the power of negative publicity is what this is. So Truly. I'm glad that they return their stance, but I remember someone, I think it was Wario64 actually, that was like, when Xbox announced that they were doing something badly, they reversed the decision on a Friday night within 12 hours. I forgot what it was. Right. Um, yeah, it was almost instantly. That was with uh, the Xbox Live Gold price increase. Yes, that. But then with PlayStation, they were like, actually, like it took like a full 
month, I guess, now it's been, which is crazy. It took a long time, yeah. Well, it definitely took weeks at a minimum weeks. because I know we talked about this as a rumor and it was like people were in a frenzy over it. And, yes. and rightfully so because people have got games that they've paid you know, good money for. And you know. Yeah, it's just... It's annoying. It's kind of the nature of digital games at this point, but it's it's still frustrating. So it's good that they're that they're keeping things open because I can't imagine that it costs them that much to just host a server to let things download. I don't know. What do I know? Yeah, I I know. What do we know is right? Like we're not managing these servers, so whatever. Right. Um, one other thing here about PlayStation. So if you own a PlayStation Four or PlayStation Five, make sure you excuse me, make sure you go out and redeem the free games for the Play at Home initiative that PlayStation is providing for free. So what just went up yesterday is Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition, which is free through May 14th. Fantastic, fantastic game. I cannot stress that enough. If you've got a PS4 or PS5, go redeem it. It's free to redeem for anybody, and you get to own the game forever. So That game is uh, genuinely 10 out of 10. Like, nothing has immersed me in a a brand new story and a brand new world like that since, like, Black Panther. Like, where Black Panther were learning all about Wakanda, we're like, holy shit, I want to live here. Like, the world of Horizon Zero Dawn is so incredibly well done and detailed. Like, I would literally just sit there and actually read all of the little notes and listen to all the little audio logs, just, like, learn about the history, the backstory of the world. It's so, so, so well done. The gameplay's phenomenal. Everything's phenomenal. Can't recommend it enough. And the fact that it's free, like, insane. Please, please redeem that. Right, and it's the complete edition with the DLC included. Yes. So definitely go and, and get that. And Ahmed, if you don't, do you have it digitally? Uh, no, I have physically. Well, you do. You have it digitally now, so go redeem it. I should claim it, um, just in case. You should definitely claim it. So, um, and then there's still uh, nine other Play at Home Initiative games here that are also free through April 22nd. So just two more days on this. Uh, we've reviewed these before. Reviewed these. We've gone over them. We haven't reviewed them personally, but uh, these include Abzu, Astrobot Res- Rescue Mission, uh, Enter the Gungeon, Moss, Paper Beast, Re- uh, Res Infinite, Thumper, Subnautica, and The Witness. Some of these are um, PSVR only games, but I'd highly suggest. You go ahead and just redeem them. They are free to redeem, and you get to keep them, once again, forever. Uh, And we've talked about the new PSVR that's coming out for PS5. Not too many details on it right now, but uh, good to own these in case the PSVR is backwards compatible with um, PSVR 1, we'll say, games. So definitely check that out. Perfect. Oh, and sorry, uh, random side note to Ryan specifically. Um, He was asking us, which PS5 games should he should he download or whatever? Um, I told you Astrobot Rescue Mission. I forgot that that was the that's the VR game. Astro's Playroom is the one that demos the PS5 controller functionality and it's free. It should already come up on your home screen when you like open up your PS5 for the first time. But in case it doesn't, Astro's Playroom is uh, definitely the first thing you should play on your brandy new PS5. Yeah, and then. Um... I think I may have sent you the link already, Ryan, but uh, Miles Morales Ultimate Edition is pretty cheap secondhand um, with the download code for Spider-Man Remastered. If you haven't played Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man, definitely play that yes. and then definitely move into uh, Miles Morales. Both fantastic games. And the remaster is really nice. Um, yep, yep, yep. Demon Souls is not for me, but it's for people out there that enjoy it. Uh, enjoy Little Big Planet. <laughs> yeah. Sackboy's Big Adventure is fun, um, but it's kind of a... It's a charming platformer, but there's better platformers out there to be played. Um, Ahmed recommended The Pedestrian. That's a, a PS5 game as well. That was on sale recently for $13.99, down from $19.99. Pedestrian is, it, on, uh, it's on Steam as well. It's not a PlayStation exclusive. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. You're right, you're right. It is on Steam as well. And it may even be a PS4 game as well. I th- so in terms sure of PS5, PS5 game. Ex- 
Yeah, in terms of true PS5 exclusives, it's only Demon Souls and uh, Ratchet and Clank: A Rift in Time, which is not out yet. It comes out in June. So, Rift Between Worlds, isn't it? Wait, what is it called? A Rift in Time. Is it called A Rift in Time? Yeah, it's Rift Apart. Rift Apart. <laughs> I was like, Rift in Time doesn't sound right. Damn it, Rift Apart. Uh, okay, fine. Whatever. You lose this time. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. I'll lose this time. So, all right, let's keep chugging along here. Short episode, my ass. Um, all right, let's move into the Xbox news. Xbox Cloud Gaming is coming to Windows PC and Apple phones and tablets in beta starting today. Oh shit! So this comes from. I didn't this know comes this from. It's by invitation only. Uh, so this comes from Xbox.com, who says, as we shared at the end of last year, we're bringing Xbox to more players on more devices via the cloud this year. Starting tomorrow, we'll begin sending out invites, uh, tomorrow being today, invites to select Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members to start testing the Xbox Cloud Gaming limited beta for Windows 10 PCs and Apple phones and tablets via web browsers. We're launching Xbox.com slash play, where invitees can play over 100 Xbox Game Pass titles through Edge, Google Chrome, or Safari. Offering cloud gaming through the browser and having a simplified universal landing page presents a great opportunity to make cloud gaming approachable to more players in more places over time. I regret to inform you so, that I was not <coughs> that I was not invited. So neither was I. I was very upset. I was like, I've wanted to play Game Pass on my damn phone for so long now. But that would be amazing because um, then I don't even have to download some of these games. I could just like be on stream and just try games through cloud gaming and stream directly from there without having to bother installing them that's incredible and watch your internet cripple to the ground yes <laughs> it'll be fine because it's not using well yeah. i guess it is using a little bit of upload whatever it'll be fine so justin's talking about it needs to come to switch so last week we talked about that possibility and phil spencer having a switch on his shelf and um jeff uh jeff grubb i drew a blank on his name there jeff grubb who is a reporter with i believe GameSpot. i'm gonna double check that jeff grubb i don't know who that person is. uh mentioned that everything everything on uh an author of novels short stories blah 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 we talked about it last episode didn't we yeah i'm trying to figure out where jeff grubb works right now hold on (laughs) so i'll figure it out give me one second i got the article pulled up it is jeff grubb uh cool I don't know where he works, but it's Jeff Grubb with two B's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two two B's. Yeah. So he mentioned that uh, he mentioned that um, everything on Phil Spencer's shelf has meaning to it. Uh, so there's been a Xbox Nintendo partnership heavily teased. So if Xbox Game Pass comes to Switch, that would be freaking bananas because all the indie games that i'm paying money for would be for free so uh jeff grubb is oh just a youtuber he's not from anywhere it's literally jeff grubb's game mess is his youtube channel i thought he was doing freelance for one of the big names but maybe he might have okay all right fair enough fair enough might have but yeah um game pass on switch is like the dream the pipe dream (laughs) yeah um and then we've got one last piece here of news and we're really scraping the barrel here <laughs> i mean this is so, all the more time to play it takes too i'm not mad at all that's true all right then let's run through it real quick <laughs> so coming soon to xbox game pass uh we've got mlb the show 21 which comes to game pass right now available on cloud and console uh we talked about how big this is so definitely give it a try if you're into baseball games 
hot off the heels of the slugfest conversation i may try this um fogs is coming to pc uh, as part of the id at xbox program on april 22nd second extinction is part of xbox game preview uh coming to cloud console and pc part of the id at xbox program as well on april 28th destroy all humans is coming to cloud console and pc on april 29th I'm glad i didn't buy this game because i actually thought about buying it buying it to try it out I'm glad i'll get it for free now <laughs> uh fable 3 is coming to the cloud on april 30th that was a xbox 360 game initially and fable anniversary which is an Xbox 360 game, Xbox 360 remaster, I should say, of the original Fable Lost Chapters. It's coming to the cloud on April 30th. Um, Fogs looks really interesting. In- sorry, were you, were you finished with the list? No, there's more to the list. Oh, okay, sorry. Continue the list. <laughs> I thought you were done. Um, there's more cloud-enabled games with Xbox Touch controls coming. So Banjo-Kazooie, uh, Battle Chasers Night War, Killer Queen Black, Overcooked 2. Wreckfest and Double Dragon Neon. How's Overcooked 2 gonna work though? Isn't like don't you have to play those games multiplayer? Like you don't have to, but they're also incredibly hard if you don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how you'd do that. Like, could you imagine? how? Could you imagine I just hit my elbow, sorry. Um <laughs> could you imagine having two people touching a phone trying to play like a two player overcooked game? I while you're touching on the screen, that'd be horrible. That's too chaotic for me. Um Yeah, I don't know about all that. So what were you going to say before? Oh, sorry. I was going to say Fogs looks really interesting. It's P-H-O-G-S, and it's like, I mean, it looks interesting, but maybe it's just another way on your parade. It's these two dogs that are linked together. Think like cat dog, but dog dog. And it's like a puzzle game, I guess. Um, but it's also it's also available on uh, Switch and Steam and everything, and it looks like it has decent reviews. Um, I don't know. looks fun. It does look interesting. Um, it's the only game that doesn't have a picture. Oh, no, Fable Anniversary doesn't have a picture either, but... Yes, it does. Yeah, this looks... Oh, you're talking about in the actual article. I'm... Oh, it has a Yeah, down below. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yes. Um, yeah, no, it's good stuff. Game Pass continues to get better. Oh, wait, hold on. Leaving soon. So we've got uh, Leaving on April 30th. Endless Legend for PC, For the King for Cloud Console and PC, Fractured Minds for Cloud and Console, Levelhead for Cloud Console and PC, Moving Out for Cloud Console and PC, and Thumper for PC. Good news. You can get Thumper on your PS4 or PS5 for free as part of the Play at Home initiative. Um, and the, I don't know any of these other ones except for Moving Out. Which, what is Moving Out again? I feel like we is it's like the co-op only game, and that's why I've never played it's it. It's a co-op. It's a, a game about like you, you play as like movers, but, but it's like um, chaotic. It's it's from the same developers Overcooked. Okay, so it's insane. I see. Maybe we should play yeah. that before it leaves. Maybe. I feel like a that feels like it could be a fun stream game. Yeah, it doesn't have online. That's the problem. Oh well, then never mind. <laughs> yeah. So we we could uh, pretend to play it on stream. That's why I never played it because I was like I have to have someone else in my house to play this, and it was the pandemic. Yeah. So. Unless they added online to it, which I don't think they did. Which is such a weird miss. Like, why wouldn't you do that? Are you not? Are you trying to be, have people actively not play the game? It's very strange. Yeah. Um, so we've got one more thing here. Justin just uh, pinged an article here, and I don't think you've played this game. I don't. I know I haven't played much of it. It's on but, my list. Um, Spirit Fair has a new update. So this one comes from NintendoLife.com. Spirit Fair celebrates. 500,000 sales with free Lily update, which is out today. It's the first of three planned updates. Uh, so what you can expect to find is in this small yet important addition to Spiritfarer's main game, Stella's memories begin to blossom as wondrous flowers over her cabin. These flowers house butterflies that roast to form Lily, the butterfly spirit. Stella's new spirit friend is revealed to be an important figure from her past. Lily will help our hero gain perspective on her life as she approaches the touching conclusion to her journey. 
so this is, I, I believe there's some quality of life improvements in this game as well. So, um, yeah, this is another one of those games that's on Game Pass that I just have to make time to play. Yeah, I have it downloaded and ready to go. It's it's definitely, it's towards the top of the list. I've, I've heard really good things about this. Um, so Yeah, so have I. It's, uh, I'll play it soon. It's definitely one to play. Justin said, the game made me cry. The story is good and emotional. Ooh. So if that's, Can't wait. if that's not the kick in the butt you need to go play, oh, the gameplay is mad. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's fine. Yes. Can't wait to cry on All stream. Right. It'll be a good time. <laughs> right. Um, no right. more last minute breaking news. Nothing crazy happened. No. Uh... I mean, there's some crazy stuff here. Uh, Lego Luigi got officially announced. Uh, that's just the Mario set, but oh. Luigi and a little different starter set. Yeah, that's because the Mario um, got an update, and he would like call out for Luigi, and everyone's like, "What does this mean?" And then, so it was kind of yeah. a, a natural thing. Yeah, uh, Pac-Man '99 got a seven on IGN. Really? Uh, the pe- the Pentagon confirms that the UAP footage filmed by the U.S. Navy is in fact of. Uh, an unidentified aerial phenomenon. Oh, yeah. Otherwise known as a UFO. The military is basically blaming, like, aliens are real. And scientists are like, oh, the aliens, you guys are so silly. And it's like, hello, we have the literal evidence. Can you please maybe look into it with a little bit sense of seriousness? I read that And then one too. more. I'll give, you, I'll give you rapid fire here. Apple announced a slew of new products today. So they announced a new Apple TV 4K with the A12 chip uh, and a new redesigned Siri remote control. Uh, which actually I like the remote control a lot better than the one that they have now. So a uh, new remote control that is going to start at one seventy nine ninety nine. Uh, let's go check that out. Apple did finally announce their Air Tags, which is their little like their tiles, but Apple's version. Uh, those are twenty nine bucks each. Oh, looks like which you can attach to your keys, like find my keys or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So they're twenty nine dollars each or ninety nine dollars for a four pack. Uh, the new iPad Pro gets the uh, M one chip, so they actually put the M one silicon tri- chip in the iPad, which is pretty cool. Uh, so they're doing that and it's got a mini LED screen. So mm. it's, it looks really nice. Um, but it's still expensive and I still don't use iPads that much. So, uh, the 11 inch will retail for seven ninety nine, and 12.9 inch will retail for ten ninety nine. Uh, and then what I thought was probably the coolest announcement, which I meant, I think you think it's a giant iPad, but the new <laughs> iMacs look really nice. They do look, no, I uh, said it. But, like, I'm not wrong. It does look like a giant iPad on a stand, but, like, it still looks nice. It does. It does. Yeah, it, it definitely it's has the same a, design uh, language. Yeah. It is It is really, like, I don't know. I I secretly, like, always wanted an iMac. For what reason? I don't know, because I love my PC. Just because it my looks PC nice. that I built. <laughs> yeah. They, like, and just the fact that it's, like, all-in-one and just, like, mm-hmm. it's got this uh, power adapter that is magnetic now, so it connects via a magnet, kind of like MagSafe. Yeah. Um, and then the... The cable goes to like a, a box, like a like a like, I don't know, like a little power box. And then there's another connector that goes to the wall. But on that box, there's an Ethernet port as well. Yeah. So you can actually plug in Ethernet right to the power, and it does Ethernet over power, or power. Re- uh, why? Well, yeah, no, Ethernet over power, I guess technically. Um, but yeah, they look really nice. Comes in seven colors. Yeah, the colors um, are really nice. It's kind of like a, a callback to the old like chunky IMAX yes. of of yesteryear, yester yeah, yester decade. And I don't know. And it's <laughs> yester decade. And it fully runs off of the M1 chip, so that's yes. why they were able to make it so small and sleek and everything. Yeah, um, I think the, the so. primary complaint, at least that I've seen, is that it only has it has a headphone jack and four or up to four USB-C ports, and that's pretty much it. It's funny you say that. I just noticed that there's two USB-C ports on this. Well, on yeah, the baseline like Mac. two of them are Thunderbolt, and then if you get like the the higher up one, there's two more, and that's it. So like they do all this to make it so clean and like sleek or whatever but then if they need a hundred yeah you need like a million dongles to plug anything in like 
they don't even have an SD card reader. Like, I f- I'm sure you could have fit an SD card slot on the side somewhere. Like, come on. What What do you need an SD card reader for, though? I feel like I a mean, lot of Mac users, like, that would... I think the market for iMac is, like, someone obviously doesn't need the Mac Pro. They don't need, like, a huge, like, you know, super powerful machine. But, like, maybe they're a photo editor or something, and they need to get photos off of their camera via an SD card. Like, I feel like that's a pretty common thing. I don't know. Mm, I don't think so. I, 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 can, I can honestly say with 100% certainty... I've used my micro SD, or not even my micro SD. I have an adapter for a micro SD. I think I've used it maybe twice in the past two years. Are you a photographer? <laughs> You're right. I'm not a photographer, but you get my point. No, I you guess. don't. But that's fine. Yeah, I, I hear you. I, the part that drives me crazy is like I would at least like some normal USB ports because as much oh, yeah. as we like to sit here and say, oh, yeah, USB is no longer a thing. Surprise, it is. Yeah, like um, it's really hard to find like an external hard drive, for example, that runs off USB-C because I know this because I recently <laughs> looked for one because I have a USB-C port right. on my PC, but like I couldn't find it. I was like, okay, USB-A it is. I'm not paying $400 for USB-C external hard drive right. like for no reason. It's just for, you know, that much faster or whatever. Um, I don't know. Right. But like, I feel like an SD card slot could have easily fit into that frame. I understand USB-A maybe is like too big, like the ports are too big or would have made it look ugly. God forbid. I don't know. <laughs> but God forbid. I don't know. It looks really nice. If I ever had a need for an iMac and, you know, found a thousand dollars that I didn't need to use, you know, maybe if Dogecoin, Dogecoin went up, you know, to the levels that we thought maybe it'd go up today, maybe I'd buy an iMac. Are they Not actually a thousand dollars base model? Uh, yeah, I believe it's ten ninety nine is oh, the okay. base. Gonna, that is well, that's fairly cheaper than I imagined it would be. I figured it you would know, start at like fifteen hundred or some shit. Speaking of Dogecoin, it is like, I mean, it's not like tanking. It's just not going I anywhere. Mean, it, remember, it was at twelve cents not long ago. It's just under thirty two cents right yeah, now. Yes, like it's still up, uh, but it's not. It's not up and it's stuck, as Cardi B said. Stop. <laughs> By the way, uh, Tati called you out. And said uh, that energy. <laughs> are you a photographer? Literally, this is the abuse I take. Abuse, dramatic as hell. All right, let's wrap up the podcast episode so we can jump into some uh, some it takes too. Yeah, let me let me just double check that the Mac is in fact ten ninety nine before I give you fake news. Damn it, it's twelve ninety nine. Ooh, um, it's still cheaper than I imagined. I figured it would start at fourteen, but see, fine. but hold on. So hold on, hold on. So get this right. It's twelve ninety nine. Um, oh, they also announced a Magic Keyboard with Touch ID on it, which is kind of cool. That is pretty nice. Um, but that only comes in the fourteen ninety nine model. <laughs> so the twelve ninety nine model comes with two the the two Thunderbolt ports um, that we talked about before slash slash USB four. US, what's USB four? I don't think anything's called USB four. Did they mean USB-C? it truly says USB four ports? Like four point Is that a thing? Did we so did we finally evolve past USB three point one? Wait, I guess so. Wait, hold on. USB. Ahmed <laughs> said, oh, wait. Um, so the baseline model of the iMac comes in a 24-inch 4.5K Retina display with two Thunderbolt slash USB 4 ports and the standard Magic Keyboard for 1299. The second bump up, we'll say, comes with this everything the same except it has four ports and you can choose from one of seven colors, whereas you can only choose from one of four colors before. And then it also has the Magic Keyboard Touch ID for 1499 and then for sixteen ninety nine, you can get the one with um, four ports, the Magic Keyboard. Oh, yeah, uh, twice as much memory. So instead of two six gig, uh, you get five twelve gig of storage. Um, USB four is effectively Thunderbolt three. That's what that is. It's a, which is also USB C. So C is just the is just the shape of the connector. It's just the connector type. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yes. So that's weird because then so on the four port machines. 
It's two Thunderbolt slash USB 4 ports and two USB 3 ports. So that's weird. I don't so know. I guess two of them are slower it's than the others. The, anyway. only, the only, only ones with the Lightning icons are going to be like the USB 4, the Thunderbolt ones. And the right. rest of them are just like access, like whatever accessories. Right. Yeah, see, Either way, Ryan's backing it, uh, me up in the chat. IMAX are mostly for photographers and YouTubers from what I've seen. Good luck getting uh, your videos off of your things now. Whatever, losers. <laughs> uh... All no, right. Tati, I just sent the uh, the iMac page on the thing. It literally says USB 4 and then USB 3, which, yeah. it's a, I don't know. It's a maybe. brand new protocol. It's It was just, like, ratified by the foundation that does these things in 2019. Um, so, like, that's where we're only starting to see them now. It's just a super fast protocol. But Apple's just, I'm surprised that they're calling it USB 4 and not just saying Thunderbolt 3. I don't know. This This man really said they ratified it. Just let that sink in. <laughs> Listen, that's what it said in the article. All right. For those all right. who are listening at home, the show has come to an end. Yes, we'll be right back and uh, we'll play some games. So yes. thank you all for listening. This has been Paul and Ahmed signing off. Peace. Peace.